Monsignor Dolan asked me to preach at all the Masses this weekend, as my last weekend, and so it's only fitting that I end this weekend here at St. Catherine's by once again doing Monsignor Dolan's work for him. So, going on this weekend. Um, first of all, happy Father's Day to all the fathers and grandfathers out there. Uh, so it's Father's Day. It's also the Feast of Corpus Christi, which is the Feast of the Body and Blood of Christ, or the Eucharist. Uh, and it's my last time here. So I wanted to just kind of uh, put it all together and have, have it make sense somewhat. And so I'll begin in this, in this fashion that I'm not going to be up here today telling fathers and grandfathers out there, you know, how to be good fathers, because honestly, you could tell me and probably do a better job of it than, than, than I could ever do that. But as your priest, I feel like I can tell you about the actions of God the Father in our lives. And the way I see it, if if you see the God of the Father and the way he acts, and if you act like him, then you'll be okay. You'll be a great dad, a great grandfather, a great husband. So that's what I'll do. And then tie that into the Eucharist and some final, final thoughts. But basically, I've come down, and there's probably many others, three things in which God the Father has done for us in our lives. And the first thing is that of his wisdom. That God's ways, the Father's ways, are better than our ways. You know, and so sometimes in life, you things happen and we don't know why they happen and we find ourselves in situations where we don't imagine ourselves to be and after we get through it, we look back and we can say, okay, I can see God's hand in all this. I can see... His divine wisdom. You know, part of being a priest, and I think for any vocation, is discernment. Discerning what God's will is for us in our lives. And we seek His will, and we want to follow His will, because we believe that His divine wisdom is greater than ours. And we also need to remember that he wishes to share that gift of his wisdom with us. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That God guides us and uses our gifts and abilities to glorify himself. So fathers out there, sometimes in the culture you watch your sitcoms and, and movies, and sometimes the father's portrayed as the bumbling fool. 
But don't believe that. I know I looked up to my dad for wisdom, and I'm sure your kids do as well. And so don't be afraid to share that wisdom which comes from God with your children. Another is patience. God the Father's patience with us. And I know in my life, he's been patient with me. We have the best intentions to be the best people we can be, the best Christians, the best fathers, best husbands. But sometimes we come up short. All you have to do is look at the prodigal son, that parable that Jesus tells in the Gospel of Luke, and the father's reaction to when his son goes off in a distance. And I mentioned this before. What does the father do when the son's off in a distance? He's looking for him. And when he catches sight at a distance, the son coming back towards him, he runs out and embraces him. Almost like what he's done to him has never happened. The father is patient with him. And the father is patient with us and our shortcomings. And I encourage you to be patient with your children and their shortcomings. And finally, the Father is also one of sacrifice. That's what God the Father does. He's constantly seeking our own good. And we know in John's Gospel that God so loved the world that he gave us his only beloved son. And the son willingly makes a sacrifice of his own body for our own sins and shortcomings in our lives. And it's done so out of just love. God the Father gains nothing by giving up his only son. Nothing. And so fathers also need to be men of sacrifice. When you get married, you get children, and you know this already, that you know, your life is not your own anymore. It belongs to someone else. So the tide is into the Eucharist, that third part, the sacrifice. Each and every time Mass is celebrated, that one sacrifice, the greatest expression of God's love, is made present on the altar. The Eucharist is nothing but a representation of the events of Good Friday, but in a nonviolent way. The words, this is my body, which is given up for you, or the words of Christ, the words of the Father to you, saying, I love you this much. Here is myself. That's what the Eucharist is all about the expression of God's self-sacrificial love for us. And it's made present here every day, every Sunday right here. It's what makes us Catholics. It's how we're different from every other religion in the world. God comes to us and comes to us in a form of a sacrifice. So we need priests in the world, and we need more priests here in America. 
This parish does a great job each and every day at the end of Mass praying for vocations, thanks to the efforts of, a, of our Sarah Club. But we still need more priests to celebrate. It's been an honor to be your priest here for two years, and I'm sorry that it is only two short years. Domin wishes it was one. <laughs> two short years. And as I said last week or a couple weeks ago when I made this announcement, when it was being heard that it was being assigned here, so many priests at various events came up to me, shake my hand and said, congratulations, you're going to a good place. And they loved their priests. And I was not disappointed. Thank you for your kindness and generosity that you have given me, and my only request is that you share that same love with the new guy. He's a newly ordained, and he's going to need it. And I know you won't disappoint me in that. You've been so good with all the priests in the past, and you're getting a guy with a good heart. He's going to love you, and you're going to love him. Thank you for your love and your hard work and your support for priests. And may we continue to support more vocations to the priesthood and religious life. Thank you and God bless.